I fell down. What up? Sitting Cricket. That podcast. That podcast. (laughs) That podcast with those chicks. That you sometimes listen to. And often share. All the time. All the sharing. All the sharing. All the grossness and awkward conversations with your everyone's. All the time. (laughs) (laughs) All the time. I'm Angie. (laughs) I'm Jenna. I think that was our least articulate intro yet. That's okay. That's how we roll. It's usually the outro that's like, and I'm a thing, and here's a thing, so. Yeah, we really don't know how to promote ourselves. Nah, we're good. We're just, uh, we don't have those radio voices where we're like, hi, welcome to Sitting Crooked, I'm Angie, that's Jenna. Like, sports announcer. I mean, we could do it that way, but people would be like, you guys are full of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Your car is full of shit. This is a podcast about the uncomfortable, all the things that you don't like about life. That's right, Angie. Wow. Wow. What are we talking about today, Jenna? We're talking about, well, first I wanted to talk about some updates. Yes. Um, Back to reality. Oh, that goes gravity. Um, Something about spaghetti. (laughs) That was was actually something that I was thinking about this morning because I was listening to a podcast and they were recounting something that happened and they're like, he was nervous. And I was like, his palms are sweaty. Oh, my God. (laughs) Every single time someone says he's nervous, I go into Eminem. Anyways, um, JSK. JSK? GSK? GSK. JFK. Just kidding. It's GSK. (laughs) Oh, nice save. (laughs) JFK. Um, JFK. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Maybe that's why I want to. Probably. Okay. So JFK updates. (laughs) Uh, so he's not really dead. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> it's a whole other episode on conspiracy theories. Oh, man. I used to be obsessed with JFK. Oh. Now I'm obsessed with GSK. Uh-huh. <sighs> okay. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, a couple weeks ago, everything blew up. He did appear in court, um, just for like an initial hearing. Everyone who was there, well, not everyone, but, like, people who were there said that he appeared to be super drugged and groggy. He was, like, not with it. It was like he was not there at all. Mm. Um, And when he did speak, it was, like, really whispery and, like, raspy, just like... (sighs) I wonder if, like, they kept him sedated because he's on suicide watch. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking as well, so... Mm. That was interesting. Um, and then he had his whatever. <laughs> or no, first thing was arraignment. And then on the 14th, which was last week, he had his hearing. Or okay. a hearing. Um, so what happened with that was... So this one, apparently, he was quite alert. He was fully with it. Um, some reports said that like the the family of the victims and some of the victims were like front row and he refused to make eye contact with them and he was also caged (laughs) in the little caged court all i can think of is like was it uh not hannibal yes hannibal but like 
I think you're in Silence of the Lambs. A red dragon. One of them. He's in a cage. There's a, a lot room. of cages, yeah. <laughs> Is he in a courtroom, though? I don't know. Never mind. Continue. Yeah. Um, which I get, but also kind of sucks, because at the end of it, they're just trying to protect him. Again, I get it, but it's like, ugh. Um... So yeah, he was alert and present. Um, he has not yet entered a plea. So right now what's happening is the district attorneys are trying to figure out where and like where he'll be tried and who will prosecute him. Oh. Because all the different like counties and districts and shit are involved. Oh, really? So they want to know where everything will go down. Mm -hmm. So they met already. It was inconclusive. So they're meeting again in late June, which seems like forever away. Um, and then the judge also issued a continuance of the hearing on May 14th. Uh, that's going to take place on May 29th. Oh, the next one. Um, and two weeks later, really what that has to do with is unsealing the like search warrants and stuff and whether or not that information can be shared like with the media? Yeah, he he's saying that, or like his lawyer is saying that, you know, this is going to influence the jurors and, you know, it's not fair and da-da-da-da-da, the usual stuff. Yeah, yeah, so, that's usually why they put publication bans on. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with that. Like, like the jurors are already biased, though. <laughs> like, I mean, this guy was in the media for decades before. Yeah. And he was so big for so long, like. There's nobody in California who hasn't heard of this unless you're, like, a toddler. Yeah. You know? But I guess they're more concerned because they did get search warrants to, like, um, go into his computer and his phone and stuff. Okay. So I guess whatever information they're able to collect from there, they don't want that kind of stuff released. Oh, okay. So it's not so much, like, their um, bias towards the Golden State Killer. It's more, like, his connection with... The Golden State Killer, as it were, from a legal standpoint. Okay. Yeah. So that's where we're at with that. That's interesting. I heard something about... This was a while ago. It could just be something that someone said on the internet. But I thought there was something to do with his... Like, the concrete tiling in front of his house. And they wanted to dig that up because they're... Like, they think there might be trophies under there. Really? Yeah. But that's all... That's, like, West style. West style? Yeah. The West. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I read it in an article, but it was also, it was early days. Mm. So it could have been like, we think it's this and mm. we think it's that. And that, like the same kind of people who were focusing that his boat was named Scary, <laughs> which I think is pretty like, oh God, it's it's creepy. And it's one of those like, oh, pieces of information. Yeah. But... It's like hot goss. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. So check under his porch tile things. Check under your own. Yeah. You never know. There's <laughs> Because people hide shit everywhere, like <laughs> Bruce MacArthur. Yes. Speaking of which. So I don't think we've actually talked about him on the podcast we yet. We haven't? Oh. No. If we have, it was probably cut. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, Bruce MacArthur has been accused of murdering eight men um, in the LGBTQ community in Toronto. Um, I feel like whenever I say Toronto and I know I'm being recorded, I have to pronounce the second T. I was just but thinking But Canadians that. don't do that. Toronto. 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 Yeah. Anyway, in Toronto. Um, and he, they've been investigating him for the last four months. He was captured in 
captured <laughs> in January. Um, and the most recent news is that they just finished searching his apartment. It took Ooh. four months to search this guy's apartment. Wow. They found 1,800 pieces of evidence. Holy shit. And they took the, around the same amount of photos. They said they... Depending on what news outlet you listen to, they said they found 18 photos. They took 1,800 photos. Mm. So um, to find that evidence, they had to remove fixtures and molding. Wow. This guy's like the ultimate like time capsule fucking barrier person. <laughs> <laughs> Easter Bunny. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> He's the Easter Bunny. The worst kind of Easter the, Bunny. From... Yeah, bizarre. That world just made me Easter think of bunny. like that fake grass, that plastic grass, but oh, like with, with bot. No, 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 no. The stuff that you buy at Easter. Oh. The like. The foofy. Foofy shit. confetti stuff, and yeah, then yeah. just like he just puts that in the bottom of the planters, <laughs> and then puts a body part on it. <laughs> That's terrible. So they're also searching. Uh, the most recent update. It was seventy-five, but. 100 different locations, both commercial and residential, for bodies that were hidden in planters. Goddamn. This guy, and apparently they're saying that this is the uh, the biggest investigation, biggest criminal investigation that the Toronto, um, there it is, <laughs> the Toronto police have mm -hmm. ever had to do. Like, wow. in their history, it's the biggest case they've had. Wow. With this much evidence. Yeah, so... That's crazy. <clears throat> he's, uh... Yeah. He is not the Easter Bunny you want to run into. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Oy. Uh, while we're doing updates, have you heard anything on Adam Strong? I... You know what? I haven't looked because they, uh... The last... Well, his freaking thing's been postponed so many times. It has been... Well, that was for him to find a lawyer. Yeah. So, for those of you who don't know, Adam Strong is, uh... Guy from my hometown, Oshawa, who uh, allegedly, I have to say that, um, <laughs> murdered uh, an 18-year-old young lady named Rory Hache, um, who happened to be pregnant. They found her remains uh, in the drainage of his house, um, and he's been going through like a million different hearings or trials, like not trials, but different court dates mm -hmm. uh, that keep getting postponed because this motherfucker can't decide on a lawyer. Or no one wants to represent him. Well, yeah, whatever the case, like, it's just, it's bullshit. So he finally has a lawyer and they set a court date. I think it's late summer, early uh -huh. fall. So that's why I haven't really gone back because the last update I read was it's later on. So do you know if, like, in the interim he's sitting in jail yes. or is he, he is okay so it's not yeah. like a stay at home but promise not to leave the country type thing no god no oh, they good. wouldn't let him okay. out i don't think they do that i don't know because he's not that's he's not um oh i guess that's like for suspects he, he or doesn't something. have bail oh, okay like there's no there's no bail on him if he had a, a bail then he'd be able like yeah if he could pay it then yeah he could be out in the public but i think they just said no fuck you good so, yeah, those are those are the men in our lives right now. <laughs> God. Yep. Bunch of old, weird, Heidi murdering men. Yep. So. So. How would you feel if I punched you in the face? I would... <laughs> 
punch you back. <laughs> Harder. That's what I asked. <laughs> How would you feel? Angry. Okay. <laughs> well. <laughs> not the answer you were looking for. No. I don't want to give it to you. I know. I know. That's fine. Hurt. I would be hurt and sore. Wow. What a normal reaction. <laughs> I should have known better. Anger isn't I should have known better. The worst thing is, if you asked me that, I'd probably be, like, confused, pissed <laughs> off. I don't... Or, why? Why? Why would you punch me in the face? Let's talk about that. All right. <laughs> um, so, we're going to be talking about some children who don't mind being punched in the face because they're incapable of feeling pain. Oh, those little bastards. <laughs> so... I recent I give full credit to Josh because we were in bed the other night and he was like making fun of me as he usually does. He's like, "Don't make me get you goggles like that little girl who can't feel her eyes." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, she has to use goggles because she can't feel pain and she hurts her eyes, so they put goggles on her." I'm like, "I don't know what you're talking about." So I looked it up and it's a thing. So we're gonna be talking about congenital insensitivity to pain. Oh. Yep. I thought there was another word. I was like, pain what? <laughs> <laughs> just that. Just pain. Nothing but pain. Congenital or sensitivity non, to pain. pain. Yeah. So I looked at this scary word and was like, I don't even know what congenital means. So apparently... Heart disease. <laughs> well, that's kind of like congenital heart disease. But apparently congenital just means that it's present from birth. Oh. I was like, oh. Well, that makes sense. Interesting. You're congenitally blonde. Gray. <laughs> I think I'm congenitally chubby. I don't. Know. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyways, congenitally don't pray. <laughs> I remember in grade three, I like I felt like I was coming out to my mom because I was like, I don't believe in God. It was like a whole thing. Oh, so I'm like, Jesus. oh, my parents just assume that I do, and like we did. I don't know why, but we did pray every night before dinner. Even though my parents weren't really religious. But I guess they just wanted to, like, insert the practice so we had our own. Anyways, I felt terrible. I felt like I was unleashing this huge secret to my mom. Oh, I don't believe in God. And she's like, yeah, I'm not really sure either. Oh, my God. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> it would be hilarious. She's like, oh, thank God. You can stop all this. This is all for you, you know. <laughs> God bless for so food and drink. Amen. <laughs> Every single night. Anyways, where did that come from? Congenital. Right. Um, not praying. Not praying. So, <laughs> <laughs> so congenital insensitivity to pain is a really, really rare disorder that causes an insensitivity or indifference to pain. Uh, the difference being insensitivity is the stimulus is not at all perceived. And indifference is they can feel something, but they don't have the appropriate response. Like they don't. Oh, recoil no. or get angry like angie or anything they're just like okay <laughs> um so guard which is the genetic and rare disease information center says that the disorder is due to a mutation of a gene which is supposed to produce a specific type of protein that helps develop and basically maintain um nerve cells which transmit information about pain, temperature, and touch. Mm -hmm. um, something to do with sodium. I read so many articles, and they were talking about sodium channels and the alphabet, and I'm like, I should really know this because I studied this. All the, but, those soda crackers. Yeah. 
<laughs> soda crackers. Alphabet soup. Something about the alphabet soda crackers isn't working in these children. <laughs> Good. So in terms of diagnosis, it's extremely difficult. Uh, but typically, characteristics will look like self-mutilation, whether that's intentional or accidental. Oh. Um, lack of perspiration and a potential intellectual disability. And that's really all they have to go on because, you know, experts in nerves and that kind of, like, cognitive Neurologists. stuff. Neurologists. Thank you. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, in genetic disorders and stuff say that only about 50 to 100 people worldwide have this Holy defect. Holy shit. So less than 0.01%. <laughs> tiny, Damn. tiny number. Yeah. So that's really all they have to go on. It's like just enough people for them to be like, oh, this is the thing. Um, it can't be cured as a result. So the only thing that specialists can really hope to do is to try and treat and manage the symptoms, which they can't do yet. Oh, but that's that's a boot. That it. it. That's it. So we're going to go into some specific examples slash cases of um, this lovely disorder. And we're gonna start with Dexter. Dexter. Which is a little toddler in the UK. Um, and he was at like a daycare, his daycare or school or whatever. He was like jumping around, dancing and things. And then he fell down and everyone like freaked out. And he was pretty confused as to why. And it turns out it's because he broke his shin. And had no clue. He was just like, I fell down. What up? And his mom came and obviously also freaked the fuck out. And they took him to the doctor and whatnot, as a good person would do. And the doctor was able to completely, like, set and cast and do everything he needed to do without Dexter on pain meds. <laughs> Which I just don't even like thinking about That is all. an easy day in the ER. Resetting bones freak me out so bad. Just because of the needing to piece back shards? Yeah. Because I feel like no matter how well you do it, it will never be right. <laughs> it's like a vase that you spend decades trying to put back together. Exactly. Oh, God. Well, that's why they have be. pins and bone glue. Oh, <laughs> so gross. Bone glue. Bone glue. Disgusting. Ugh. So... I mean, he's still a toddler. Like, this article is only in 2017. And by the time he was three, he had broken his thumb, his hand, his shin, shattered the bones in his foot. Fuck. He was constantly covered in bruises, cuts, and scrapes. And, like, no one really knew when they happened because he never exclaimed or said ow or cried or anything. So it was just like all of a sudden he was just covered in... It's just... <laughs> yeah. He also pulled out three of his own teeth. How the fuck do you do that? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel it... How old is he? Three? Yeah, this is by the time how, he was three. How do you... Like, how do you pull them out when you're that little? They're not even, like, out all the way in most cases. I don't know. Well, maybe maybe they were loosened over time because he kept whacking his face off of things or something. Oh. And then if they were loose, maybe he just was just like, oh. I yank. don't know, man. I feel like they have deep roots when you're that little. Because they're only, like, half... Or maybe, like, 
take a, find a pair of pliers and just go to town? Like what? <laughs> what? Dexter. <laughs> Baby's first pliers. <laughs> For all the teeth pulling. <laughs> Dental practice. Yeah. <laughs> Tiniest scrubs ever. Oh my God. Aww. Their little face mask. Aw. Aw. Well, maybe like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't... And we'll talk about this a bit later, but like... Some of the people who have this can feel some things. They just can't feel pain. So maybe, like, while teething, it just felt, like, itchy or pressure ah. or something like that rather than hurt. So, like, just wanting to out. constantly, like, push it on things. That, you know what I mean? Ah. Well, yeah. it, that takes care of the problem, I guess. Yeah. Oy. Um. He also suffers from anhydrosis, which means he can't sweat or gauge any temperature. So this puts him at high risk for a lot of things, like melting his hand off on stovetops. Um, but it also means he can't like moderate or control his own temperature. So like if he's overheating, he doesn't know it. If he's sitting in a snowbank in his underpants for funsies, he's not gonna know that he's slowly dying. <laughs> he's like a super soldier. Kind of. Oh man, that's that's what this is. <laughs> this is breeding super soldiers. Oh god. Can you imagine They don't feel pain. This is okay, this They're is robots. getting this is getting dark, but like all the <laughs> medical experiments done during World War Two. Yeah. Right? Like imagine if they found someone that couldn't feel pain and they were like oh my god we uh, can breed people who can't feel pain and poke needles in their eyes to turn their eyes blue yeah. and dye their hair and have them have all the twins yeah <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> if you <laughs> if you can't feel pain will your twin also not feel pain uh, when we punch uh, you in the stomach mangala let us know yeah oh, fuck wasn't that a thing like uh, uh, I haven't actually watched Dead Snow, but there's a Nazi zombie movie, mm. and I think it has something to do with that. And then I only know I, about, I'm just making it up. This I only know about own. Nazi zombies and Call of Duty. That's about it. Ah, uh, no, there's a movie called Dead Snow, and it's just it, that's basically what it is. Well, we have to add that to the watch list. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we that should. That list is gonna be like fifty fucking. I, say, I feel like we should keep a list of all the movies that we think exist. And then one day just go through them all and be like, if they exist, we need to watch them. Oh my god. Well, yeah. It definitely exists. I just, I've only seen it on like, remember the movie channels back in the day? Yeah. When they were a thing? Yeah. Before we adulted and stopped buying cable? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I felt really old today because my co-op told me her first high school job when she was like in grade nine or whatever, she used to watch Netflix. I was like, what? Grade nine? <laughs> you had Netflix in grade nine? Oh my we had, god. We had the porno channel <laughs> on the movie network Ooh. in grade nine. <laughs> and we had to be careful. No, we had Showcase. 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 Midnight Showcase on Friday nights. Hell yeah. For all... Bringing it full, uh, full circle back to Dexter. Full sexual. <laughs> full sexual back to Dexter. Yes. I've seen rumors of a reboot of Dexter. Well, he's... Really? Or no, maybe not a full... I, it's one of those where you just read the headlines and they're very misleading and all it means is that, like, the actor said, like, he wouldn't be opposed and all of a sudden people are like, oh my god, they're remaking Dexter. Because he's in another... He's in a Netflix special called Safe. 
Ooh, I've heard about that. I haven't watched it yet. It's it's not bad. And remember that dream I was telling you about how Thomas and I were trying to like <laughs> yeah. hide that skull and bones we found in the basement in my dream? The thing that I found interesting about it is that Michael C. Hall is an American. Mm. This takes place in England. Ah. And at first I heard his accent. I'm like, that's not real. That's a horrible accent. It's terrible. And then I'm like, well, maybe, shit, maybe maybe he's actually an English actor. Maybe I Like Miss Laurie style. Yeah. And then, yeah, but I had my doubts. I'm like, maybe it's just so good that I my ear is not mm. up to par. No, he's an American actor and his English accent is not great. Mm. You eventually get used to it, but uh, other than that, it's good. I can't picture him with a British accent at all. Yeah, he called someone mate and I'm like, stop it. <laughs> stop it. You you know those guys who like try and pretend, like they go to Australia, like, yeah, good day. And they're like trying to pretend they're Australian. Yeah. Dexter. We were talking about the kid who can't feel feelings. <laughs> So he's uh, not unlike Dexter. <laughs> he's also a super soldier. Super soldier. Built by the Nazis. Yeah. He could be a zombie as well. Because they don't feel that. pain. So this is just zombies. This is like living zombies that don't weird. eat flesh. <laughs> so weird. I can imagine, though, as if, if all the right brain puzzle pieces are in place... Imagine not being able to feel pain yourself, but being fascinated that other people can. Oh. Being like, wow, when I cut you, you scream. Like, and being fascinated by that relationship, that yeah. could go south quickly. Oh. <laughs> so that's Dexter. Toddler Dexter. Um, next one we're going to be talking about is Isaac. <laughs> Isaac Brown. Um, so he, his parents kind of first... They thought it was weird when he was little because, like, obviously he never cried. Like, these babies just don't cry because they don't feel anything. Um, But when he was a small toddler, he would just, like, drop to the ground faceplant style and, like, (laughs) smack his face on the ground. And he thought it was hilarious because he liked the sensation of falling. (laughs) But he couldn't, like, it didn't hurt when he smacked his face off the ground. Um... He... To be fair, toddlers do that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Just um... not repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> there was also some other things, like once he broke a glass, and his mom was in a different room with the door closed, so he went over holding the broken glass, and with the same hand was, like, banging on the door to get her attention. And each time he banged his hand against the door, it would drive the shard of glass deeper into his hand. No. So by the time the mom opened the door, he was just, like, covered in blood and was like, what? No. <laughs> she was like, oh, my God. <sighs> um, so, I mean, like I mentioned before, this is so rare and there's so much to do with it that um, doctors don't really have much advice to give parents to give parents because they don't know themselves so this mom found a facebook group called the gift of pain (laughs) which made me laugh pretty hard (laughs) oh my god uh i tried to add like i tried to join it but my my request is still pending (laughs) (laughs) the gift of pain yeah i either found the right group or i found some like dark BDSM group. <laughs> yes. And they're just like, you don't belong here. Um, anyway, so she found this Facebook group, which is like for families and parents of people with this disorder or similar disorders. And they recommended 
teaching your child how to identify like the overt signs that pain might be present. Okay. So they literally have to like have lessons with their kid and be like, blood is bad. Seen bone is bad. (laughs) Glass shards driven into your hands. Bad. Bad. Missing skin. Bad. (laughs) It's like those, you actually sent this to me. Um, the like how to care for baby like do and don't oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like that only with flesh wounds how to yeah how to have a coffee date with baby <laughs> um so yeah they they literally have to teach him how to feel and like they are teaching him how to say or taught him you know if you think you might be injured say ow or scream, or tell someone, or something like that. So one incident, he was playing hide-and-seek with his dad, and he had his hand, like, laying, I guess, flat on the floor, and his dad accidentally stepped on his hand. And the kid thought it was hilarious, and they had to, like, halt the game and have a sit-down with him be like, no, 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 it's not okay for people to step on your hand. It's not good. Like, if that happens, you should tell someone. You should say, ow, da-da-da-da-da. So then, like, a week later... He was, like, laying on the ground or whatever in hand, and his cat came by and, like, stepped on his hand. <laughs> and he was like, ow, ow, ow. And his parents were like, oh, my God, what happened? And he was like, the cat stepped on my hand. And they were like, okay, so <laughs> <laughs> take this back a step. Oh, my God. That does not hurt. <laughs> well, <laughs> that actually happened to me last night, which I thought was just so funny because I, when it happened, I was like, Oh, okay. You have claws. That should just be a little like la 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 little pitter patter of yeah. little bean paws. <laughs> and it was not. They're very sharp beans on my Aww. foot. <laughs> oh dear. Well, I'm gonna assume, considering this kid, that they probably had their cat declined <laughs> to avoid <laughs> potential cat oh, mauling. I feel like he just wants to keep pushing the bar. The kid, like just or the to cat? feel something oh yeah like i feel like an angsty teenager would be very problematic with this condition yeah well one of the like characteristics is self-mutilation whether that be accidental or intentional right just like to feel just just to feel oh yeah like the lincoln park song yep oh oh chester oh chester just have a another 10 seconds of time <laughs> silence oh. for chester um so in this he once came to his parents and he was like i think my ankle might hurt (laughs) but i'm not sure and so they did due diligence because they never know so anytime anything might be potentially off they take him to get checked out are they in the Um, states i'm going to assume so Oh, it'd be so expensive. Yeah. Every time, like, they just stub their toe, like, we have to go to the hospital! <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Um, so he got x-rayed and stuff, and it turns out his pelvis was broken. Oh, God. So, like, he could feel that something wasn't right, but he couldn't identify what or where or why. Um, yeah, I, th- I found it, like, the severity of the injuries are surprising because they're, like, when you're young, your bones are more flexible. Mm-hmm. So to injure yourself that deeply, like, like, what are they doing? Or is that just something that, like, as you grow, you learn to avoid certain, like, you learn to take care of yourself in a way that 
prevents serious injury because you're just that's the way we're wired as humans yeah i think that's it because like you know i think anything you're doing whether it's you know jumping up and down in the yard or going swimming or like i don't know doing somersaults whatever that looks like you have no concept of how much you're actually putting your body through because you can't feel those early signs of pain not even necessarily this hurts but like Ooh, I can sense my body did not like when I did that backwards flip onto my face, like that sort of stuff. So I think especially once they, the children gain independence and, you know, you're not chasing your toddler around every single second of the day, there's just so much more opportunity for that kind of stuff. I just think of head injuries and like when you get hit in the head, like you feel it, like you, you feel it probably longer arguably, than, than like, mm-hmm. stubbing your toe or bashing your elbow or something. And, like, it, obviously it's a more serious area to be, you know, uh, hit. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just like, man, how many brain bleeds are these people <laughs> having? And they're just like, nah, <laughs> just another day. Well, yeah, that's another thing. And, and someone was saying, with this disorder, was saying their number one fear is internal injury or their appendix bursting and not knowing it because they are not getting that stabbing pain or whatever. So like they have to look at the other signs their body produces like fever, which they can't feel. Oh, right. Because because they can't can't gauge temperature. Ah. So they have to be constantly moderating the signs that they can. So how would you know if you're going into shock if you can't feel things? So I don't know if you yourself would be able to identify it but i know that it's possible because shock isn't just related to pain okay so like you can have you can go into shock from having a high enough fever you can go into shock from a psychological trauma oh like there's all sorts of triggers that can send you into shock what are the signs though of shock yeah you know um i think it comes with like just general like non-responsive like not responding the way you typically would to something i thought it was like spasms i thought that was like the first sign you just start to like seizure i'm sure there's different like characteristics based on the severity of the shock you're experiencing i would assume yeah i don't know damn let us know doctors come together (laughs) tell us the things Tell us why we're wrong. Especially if you've encountered someone with this... It's not a disease, it's a... Disorder. Disorder, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or if you have it, we want to hear from you. We want to know all the things. All the things. Tell us how to... We'll tell you how to feel. You tell us how to not. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Um, So there's a few other (laughs) kind of one-off experiences that people mention. So one woman... Couldn't feel labor or childbirth. Yes. Which made me wonder, how did she know? Well, I guess her water broke eventually, and then she was like, oh. Yeah, but that doesn't always happen right away. Mm. Yeah, (laughs) I know. You can still go into labor without your water breaking. Yeah, so, like, (sighs) I wonder if what that looked like. If she got to the hospital, it was like, um, I see a baby arm. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) it's crawling out of me. It must have been that. Like something, yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh God. It's like when the the show I didn't know, didn't know I was pregnant. 
They were like, yeah, I just took off my jeans to have a shower and there was a baby in my pants. It's like, what? Oh my God. Yeah, I love TLC so much. Oh. It's like my guilty pleasure. It's the best. I wish I had cable just for TLC. When I used to work in the soap shop, Monday through Thursday, no one came in. So it was just like cleaning the shop and making soap and that sort of stuff. Yeah. So we'd play TLC all day. So I watched oh, yes. it from like 8 in the morning until 5.30. Yes, all the garbage TV. Back-to-back episodes of Long Island Medium and 19 Kids and Counting, and I didn't know I was pregnant. Oh, man. <laughs> so good. Yes. So good. Uh, anyway, so yeah, one woman said that she couldn't feel labor or childbirth at all. Um, another man said that he had like injured his knees so many times and like broken them and injured them and had surgeries and da 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 that at this point the doctors are just like just wait until the next time it oh. gives out until your knees finally are just shot just, and then we have to amputate. They're just that fucked because up. they can't fix them anymore. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. And this same guy actually has a brother and his brother took his life when he was a teen um, because he was also going towards a wheelchair very soon in his life. Um, and But his brother early on was, like, he tried to go on, like, disability and stuff. Or maybe he wasn't a teen. I think he was, like, a young adult. Anyways, he couldn't work because he was injured. And he tried to apply for disability, but they kept declining it because they didn't understand that he wasn't in pain he wasn't didn't have pain meds or anything like that but but he had an injury that meant he couldn't work or it could make it work like yeah it was just super complicated do they interview you for stuff like that because i mean even even for someone like you or i who doesn't have that condition well even when i <laughs> so when i was sitting at my desk in the office i was sitting on a yoga ball for posture and it popped and I hurt my back. It wasn't terrible. I work in an office, so it's not like I can't go to work with a hurt back. But the in Canada, the WSIB, like the workers, whatever, yeah. that process and the phone call interviews I had to do just on that when I wasn't even trying to claim anything was insane. Really? So I can only imagine that when you have an actual injury that's actually preventing you from going to work and stuff, how crazy that process is jesus man and i have no clue what it's like in the states so they do interview you yeah shit yeah well how do you like how but that's what i was gonna say is like regardless like again someone like you or i who does feel pain like, how can they determine how much pain we're in because pain is subjective i don't know so like was he just like yeah just, just my knees all fucked up i guess uh, yeah probably guess not going it like Fake it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I can see the bone. <laughs> but imagine like it's in one of those situations where it's like, I don't know, not that this would happen, but like, oh, your arm's in a boiling pot of water and you don't notice. And they're like, ah. Uh, oh. Ah. Uh, <laughs> oh. Help. This is what pain is. <laughs> see, these be the worst torture victims. <laughs> like... Or the best. Oh, God. I mean, depending on how you look at it. They would last. Depends on what part of the process gets you off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Anyways. <laughs> Medieval tortures. <laughs> Email us somehow. Send a pigeon. <laughs> no, we have enough birds. Fuck, right? Um, 
<laughs> some kids, when they're teething, they actually bite off chunks of their tongue. Ah! Which makes me think that they might, again, still feel something. Like, maybe it's just itchy or they just feel pressure or something. But they can't feel the pain when they're, like, using their tongue to press. You know what I mean? So they end up biting off chunks of their tongue. So they do feel things, though, right? Like So some accounts of, like are just, they don't feel it. And other accounts are that they can feel like pressure and texture, but they can't gauge how, like how deep something is or, or the pain. Okay. So like if you were to stab them in the arm with a plane, Everybody's flying out for our Canadian weekend for yeah. the Queen Ugh. and the things, all the other things that are happening. The royals. The wedding. <laughs> we should go. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'm good. It's a long flight. Sitting crooked style. Sitting crooked on a plane. Show up in sweatpants. Yes. But like really marvelous hats. Yes. Like the kind yeah. you'd wear at a racetrack. You have to. You have to wear your hats. Yeah. Keep your honor or something <laughs> oh. so the lord can't see your sins that's right <laughs> shroud your sins and frills and flowers and rims yes. so <laughs> so if i were to like massage looking at your foot if i were to massage someone's foot like this yeah they could feel something they could feel pressure but could they feel like like if i tickled them I don't know. And that's another question that I had was like, do they get itchy? Yeah. Because I would imagine that it's very similar. It's like an irritation. Like, yeah. So what the hell? Yeah, I don't know. I really want to know more. I want to meet one. <laughs> <laughs> one of you others Sorry, who feels nothing. Person before the disability. I would love to meet a person's with congenital... Whatever it's called. Insensitivity. Insensitivity to pain. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. Um, yeah, and in other cases, like, child services get involved. Oh, fuck. Because these kids are injured so often. Yeah. Like, there's one... These kids are injured so often that there's one kid who always had a cast and the kids at school would be like why are you always in a cast but as a teacher or other parents you're looking at these kids being like why are they always injured who touched you yeah so they called child services in one case the kid was actually removed from like taken away from his parents oh god he eventually was placed back once they understood what was going on but he was taken away because they thought I mean, what else are they supposed to think, right? Yeah, and it's a hard... I feel like it's a hard thing to prove either way. Yeah. You know, like, just in... <laughs> Watch this, I'll punch them. They won't flinch at all. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? I'm punching the cat right now. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, like, just in general, it's... When child services gets involved, it's, it's complicated in almost every situation. Yeah. So like this just adds a new element of like how do you, how do you prove it when you're the parents? Like mm -hmm. how do you say like this is my son's or daughter's condition when there's only like 50 to 100 cases in the world. Yeah. 
Like, oh yeah, he just happens to be one of those people. That seems mighty convenient. Yeah. Like, oh man, I couldn't imagine. That would be so stressful. Yeah. I and mean, you can't, <sighs> like, you can't fault the care workers because, like, if I were that care worker, I'd be like, no, no. But when, you know, we're, we're biologically trained, like we mentioned earlier, to avoid pain. Like, we only have to get hurt by something once to want to avoid it for the rest of our lives. Yeah. But when you don't have that cause consequence development yeah you know running full speed into a coffee table doesn't matter to you yeah <laughs> so the next time you're still gonna full full speed run into the coffee table and get a black eye over and over and over and over again yeah yeah Ugh. no thanks and i on that note like i can only imagine what what it's like to be the parent because like you can't I mean, th- this is a struggle for any parent with yeah. kids without this disorder of, you know, how long do you literally hold their hand to keep them from danger and protect them? Yeah. But to know that your kid will never, likely never be able to kind of make those decisions on their own. Soundly, and ke- yeah. Yeah, keep themselves safe to the full capacity that they can be safe. Yeah, like, well, and then, like, just to build on that, like, as a parent, you, you teach your kid. Like, tell them, like, no, 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 like, don't, don't run in the house, don't throw the ball in the house, you know, you might get hurt, whatever. But eventually, like, they almost have to get hurt for them to learn, like, oh, right. Yeah. You don't have that, like, nature's not teaching these kids how to, mm-hmm. you know, fend for themselves in that regard. Yeah, even something as simple as, like, you know, when my nephews were young... And my mom would have everyone over and everyone has their coffee on the coffee table and stuff. And of course, toddler height. Yeah. Right. He's like, no, no, hot. Right. And then it's instantly they know the word hot and they're like, oh, okay, I know what hot is. Yeah. But not knowing what what hot is, just kind of lean on this burner for a while. (laughs) They just like drink the boiling hot coffee. Like, wow, that was, that was great. God, can you imagine? Oh, like it's like scalding your insides, or and even not like knowing getting it. like a chicken bone or something caught in your throat, or taking a shower that's too hot, like sunburns. Oh, this opened up a whole new door. <laughs> sunburns. Sunburns would be bad. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, we regulate like moderate so much. We control so much of our environments, like, more than I even realized until this moment. Whoa. Like, temperature of your bath, how long you're in a hot tub, like, uh, your temperature of your food, everything. Or, like, even being exposed to certain chemicals, like, if you clean with, with bleach or mm-hmm. something like that, and it gets exposed to your skin, and you're just like, most people would feel that itch, and then they'd stop, but... Be like, and, like, wash their hands or whatever. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I have to. Or, like, taking a really hard poop. Yeah. Or like, or a bladder infection. Like, how would you know if you had a bladder infection if you can't yeah. feel pain? Or anything. Going back to like the guy's fear about your appendix bursting. Yeah. You can't feel when something isn't right. Yeah. Ever. I feel like we... going back to birth, like knowing when you're supposed to put. You know what I mean? Like that. <laughs> God. Uh, so much. There's so much. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I think of, like, like tooth pain because, like, tooth – when I had to get my root canal done, like, that was the worst pain next to labor that I've ever felt in my life. Mm. Like, it makes you fucking crazy because it's just, like, constant, like, pressure in your, in your head. 
And, and like I find head stuff is the worst because like when your you know your wrist hurts, even though it's not doing anything, like being able to hold it and apply some moderate pressure, like being able to access what hurts makes it feel better. But like when it's in your head or like your teeth, like you can't. There's nothing to hold. You can't yeah. do anything. And that's the same the same thing with labor. And I mean, like going back to to what's her face who was you know had that. <laughs> bit of a blessing we'll call it (laughs) and not being able to feel anything like with labor it's not like when you stub your toe or you bash your arm or whatever you have some kind of pain or cut or Mm -hmm. something it usually like pulses pulses with your heartbeat with labor there is no rhythm yeah there is no fucking rhythm and like that's (sighs) to be free from that is nice but also like how would you know if something went wrong even just during your pregnancy yeah yeah so many so many things that we almost kind of like take for granted and just are so natural because it's in our brains it's how we're wired to learn and live and survive saber-toothed tigers in the kitchen and stuff like (laughs) (laughs) molly yeah damn yeah oh so if anybody has that this out there or something similar any kind of i think like Anything that affects your um, senses, really, your ability to feel, I just find fascinating. Yeah. Well, that that's something that I meant to bring up, too. Like, if you say you're blind and your other senses get stronger, yeah. does that happen with this? Yeah, not because being able to... Because it's technically, like... Sense. A sensation, right? I don't know, because, like, my limited Dr. Jenner understanding is... <laughs> My professional opinion. Um, as far as I know, your brain is normal. Like, it's not like the, that center in your brain is, like, compromised, for example. But that's not or, always the case when you're blind, either. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, your optic nerve is directly connected to your brain. Yeah, but if, but if you, like, scratch your corneas... Mm, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. No, I'm not going to argue with you. You're the doctor here. <laughs> <laughs> I had to fully explain the whole Dr. Jenna thing to Josh last night because he called me Dr. Jenna and I'm like, you don't understand what you're saying right now. <laughs> this is a thing. Should we tell everybody? Sure. Go for it. Okay. So, um, many moons ago on the early days of The Walking Dead, um, when they go to the CDC in Atlanta, there is a doctor named Dr. Jenner. A few months later, I happened to get a co-op at my job, whose name was Jenna, and with the rise of the internet speech, like the Irma Gerds, yeah, Irma everything was Jenner, Irma Gerd, like everything, everything we said to each other was that. So Dr. Jenner was born from a mix of speaking internet and the walking Well, she called me Jenner all the time, and then, like, we discovered that we were both already into the walking dead, so it kind of, like revamped our love for it and we got really in depth and like rewatched from the beginning and all that sort of stuff yeah and then all of a sudden there is a scene where rick is talking to Lori after the first season i won't spoil it in case anyone's super behind <laughs> but basically he was like dr jenner was red yeah, <laughs> and was and i just freaking lost it yes and dr jenner was forever a thing forever a thing so jenna in my mind jenna's a doctor yeah. This has been. Plus, I like to pretend that my 
mild background in psychology and interest in medicine makes me <laughs> somewhat more aware than the average person, which I really don't think it does. But I like to speak with confidence, even when I don't have it. <laughs> That's what we're all about on City Good. <laughs> just half the time we just make shit up. <laughs> And that's what makes it crooked. Because you're just like, I feel like there's just something. I don't know what it is, but something isn't right about what you're just saying. What we're doing is encouraging you guys to find the facts yourselves. We're just giving you yes. we're prompt, Inspiring. We're a bunch of idea prompts. We're motivational speakers. <laughs> yeah. Invite us to your graduation. See what happens. I have a doctorate and motivational <laughs> lies doctorate and all the gross things yeah <laughs> what was it i said the other day that i graduated from the institute of angeline insanity or something <laughs> that yes <laughs> excellent <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, that is a thing dr jenner yep anyway so yeah i had to explain that whole thing to josh last night and he was like okay I'm like, no, you don't understand. That's it's a really thing. important that you get it. It's like the foundation of our relationship. Next to talking about pap smears. That also. That was that was a thing. <laughs> yeah. Good. Good. Shit. Facebook. Shit. Oh yeah. I <laughs> 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 gotcha. Just kidding. Um JSK. Yeah. JSK. JF Facebook. J Facebook. Instagram. Make us Twitter. the Kennedy of Facebook. Jit. <laughs> Check us out on the Jit. <laughs> All the things. Uh, don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. I don't think we thank people enough. Maybe that's why they don't reach out and email us. I don't know. I'm just... See, when I listen to podcasts, as soon as they get to the end and they're like thanking their donors and stuff, their organ donors and whatnot, <laughs> the, I'm just like, okay, it's done. Next episode. So I'm like, I don't know. Oh, you're a skipper. I'm. I too am a skipper. Only Depends at, on how long it takes. Only at the end. If it if it's like a thirty second quick blah blah blah, I'm like okay, yeah, whatever. I'll just wait for it to spin over. Yeah. But like some of them are like six minutes long, and they're like, oh, thanks to this patron and this patron and this people and all these people that yeah. are doing things, and I'm like, that's great and you know awesome. Thank you for recognizing the people who are supporting you. I mean, like, we do the same thing. But we try not to take up fucking six minutes of our half an hour to an hour podcast thanking everybody. We appreciate it. Instead, we just take up the time complaining about it. That's right. We just <laughs> fill you with random tidbits about our lives. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, check us out. Um, SittingCrookedPodcast at gmail.com if you have questions or want to yell at us for things. And uh, yeah. We love getting yelled at. Yeah. We can feel feelings from the yelling feelings sweet mo sad can't stand his mouth all the lips <laughs> you know it just keeps getting wider <laughs> it's like as he ages he gets more frail his mouth and just... skinnier and his mouth just takes over his body <laughs> it's just a gape Oh. Anyway, <laughs> we'll Subscribe. see you next time. Bye. <laughs> Good. Good.